پرانے زمانے میں دھواں سارے لوگ مل کے اکٹھے ہو کے دھواں لائٹنگ It looks and very similar to a cafe I went to elsewhere in Melbourne. Yep. What was the name of it? <laughs> oh, uh, uh, the only other place I can imagine would have this vibe would be a brothel. So what did <laughs> oh, you order okay, at this right. cafe? <laughs> <laughs> Something about a sharpener and a yeah. pencil. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stay putting pen store. to paper. Do you, you want to uh, at least uh, <laughs> tell the name of the person who's talking? Oh, so yes. What do you want to be called? What do you mean? We have a new guest here today, ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Brisbane, which is another state. And Bakar will take any opportunity to grab my pipe and put it in his mouth. <laughs> But... Um, <laughs> What okay. we, uh, I mean, you can call me Shazad. Shazad? Shazad? Shazzy. 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 Big dog. Big dog Shazzy. Rana Saab. Rana Saab. Rana Saab is online. Welcome, everyone. Uh, live from Brisbane. Uh, good to be here. Good One to be in Melbourne. Appearance. I'm uh, loving Melbourne. Good to Melbourne. have you here. Good to have you here. Right. Now, Shazzy, I, I, look, uh, all, all jokes aside, we, uh, the three of us have just been on a wonderful cultural uh, flavor sort of experience mm. could you could mm. you run us down like through what we've just experienced so uh, we because had the, tonight uh, is it uga uga food ugur ugur asian ugur slash uga if you read it literally it's yugar aha mic laga mein mujhe all right pronounced u g h u r so i don't know how to pronounce it i think if you even if you misspell it acha ugar ka scene nahi hai ki ugar is like part of a central asian Muslim, uh, predominantly Muslim uh, part of uh, ch- China. Uh, also topical because today in the news, Uyghur district and Uyghur people mm. are quite prominent in the media because, or well, maybe not prominent enough in media. I don't think they're prominent at all. Not prominent media. enough no, because there's a lot of uh, relearning happening uh, that is being carried out by the Chinese government. Obviously ah. a communist society, so everything's dictated yep. by the government and they're doing a lot of um, re-education, so to speak, right. of these Muslims. But what's happening is that This re-education is not voluntary, it's uh, mandatory and it's, it's often uh, it's being carried out without the consent of the people who are being re-educated. Uh, but I think, uh, you know, the general consensus of people who are keeping uh, on this news hmm. is that uh, it's based on religious uh, bias or yep. religious, uh, yep. you know, uh, segregation. So, yep. uh, anyways, that's not why we went to this right. place. <laughs> okay. Shazi. <laughs> But they have wonderful food. Yeah, good food. <laughs> Despite. Isn't that the case with all 
um, minorities, of minorities <laughs> or cultures that are yeah. being discriminated that are against, being wiped out, that have yeah. been wiped out in yeah. the past. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Native yeah. Americans, for yeah. example. Yeah. They had amazing yeah. food, and now you can't even find their food in America. But see, yeah, and yeah. similar, right. similar sort of. Which thing. is why and, Aussie and, food is so shit. Right, right. Yeah. So, <laughs> can, can I maybe propose something moving yeah. forward? Yeah. Um, as you know, w- World Wildlife Foundation sort yeah. of does with animals that are nearly extinct. Yeah. That perhaps us three can start something where we try and save nationalities that have good food. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> it's a foodie, yeah. Yeah, that's, right. I like, that's I like that idea. Yeah. yeah right. uh, let's such do as the Ugas. Yeah, right? let's, let's do it for the food. Yeah. You, know who doesn't, <laughs> you know who doesn't need saving? Ah. Pakistanis and Indians, they don't need saving. They do okay. They tend to survive <laughs> no matter yeah. where they yeah. go. Yeah, and the food's good. They're fine. It's everywhere. The right. shit food is everywhere. I mean, I love my country, but fuck the food is shit sometimes. It's everywhere. Every cafe. I mean, I go butter to. chicken. Butter chicken <laughs> doesn't exist. It's never had it in my life. Never existed. <laughs> never existed. Butter chicken. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I had dal makhani. The guru says, "I yeah. love curry." No, nah. I, I had yeah, butter chicken last night. It's okay, weird. Wait, but, hang on. But Shazi, run, run us through what you've just experienced, because I think we're on the same page when I say all three of us had a moment where, for about 15 minutes or so, we yep. weren't really talking to each other. Yep. Uh, except when to say, you know, ask permission. <laughs> To have the last we, piece. To have the last piece, yes. So what, what was it that was causing this whole... Mm. Mm. Look, it was... Well, first of all, it started off with the ordering. Sexual tension between us. Um, yeah. It started with the ordering. Um, we trusted Umar to order. Which usually um, doesn't work. We were a little bit reluctant, but we said, all right, let's go with it, right? And it worked out well. It worked out very well. Uh, uh, we had four dishes, and I'm pretty sure he picked four cracker dishes. It was four from four tonight. Four from four. Very good score. Yeah. I've never had a 100% yeah. strike rate in anything right. in life. right. But the only the, the only thing I would probably call him up on is that uh, the skewers we had, he only ordered one serve. Um, thankfully, uh, Wakar stepped in. Although, mind and, you, that uh, one serve had two serves one. each, <laughs> so there was one plate of six serves. Look, there's nothing. Yeah. There's no such thing as two serves, right? All right. Fair enough. <laughs> but let's, let's, I, I thought okay. I thought the okay. the way, despite it seemed like to me that there was just one man. I think his name was Daud. He introduced himself. Daud, obviously, very clearly of Chinese-Asian descent, yep. but clearly Muslim because he, you know... Uh, his name's Daud. His name's Daud. <laughs> and also he said salam when we entered. Big yes. smile. Like I said, the smiles yep. were free in this place, yep. which yep. I enjoyed. Mm. Uh, very clean environment. It was. Uh, in Footscray, part of suburb of Melbourne. And then um, it seemed like he was the only one in the kitchen, but it didn't stop. It didn't delay his service. His service was very much on point. He was yep. keeping up with the pace. And yep. the fact that one dish came after the other... Yep. And almost every time came right as we had finished the first dish, yep. the second and the third dish would come. Um, but that natural progression, mm. that timeliness yep. uh, on top of the food, every, every dish, even though all of the dishes we ordered had lamb in them as a main ingredient, they all had a different feel Taste, to it. Taste, feel, Taste, right to yep. it. We started yep. with the, humor, though, the restaurant wasn't busy, so you could The restaurant was which is good time. So <laughs> yeah, 6.30 yeah, p.m. For, yeah, any, yeah, yeah. for anyone looking to go to this restaurant, yep. 6.30 is a good yep. time to go. And, and don't be turned off. Yeah, it, let this be a lesson to us all. That if a restaurant is quiet, it doesn't mean it's bad. Not always, oh, yes. yes. Right? That's a good point. Yeah, because quite often people will go, no, I'm not going to this restaurant. There's no one there. Yeah. I'll go across the road because that yeah. place is packed out. Yeah. Bad Just food. like you don't always bad go food. for Chinese, mainstream Chinese food. Sometimes you yep. got to go to the central district and Absolutely. try food. Absolutely. I mean, I know one time, a couple of guys, they went to Flower Drum, right? Now, Flower Drum, <laughs> i got to say, is a back alley <laughs> premium. What is Flower Drum? So, Flower Drum is like this... This very high-end Chinese restaurant, and it's known—it's word of mouth mostly. Um, but has it been like restaurant of the year? Yeah, it's won all these accolades. Yep. It's a very—that's you could do a whole other episode on that yep. restaurant because you enter it through right. a back alley, you enter yep. a quiet, unassuming sort of room, and yep. then the elevator takes you up to the second floor, which is a yep. sprawling sort of. Uh, you just, know, just before we sort of yeah. go and describe the, uh, the the restaurant, let's just talk about our experience, how. Apparently, you can't just rock up there and get a table. Yeah. Um, we proved that theory wrong, me and Umar. We rocked up and we said, hey, can we have a table for two? We didn't make a booking. And the lovely gentleman said, mm, take a seat. I'll see. Yeah. Um, with a bit of arrogance. Yeah. Um, and then a few minutes later, comes back and says, you're in luck, sir. Yeah. Go upstairs. Yeah. They'll have a table for you. We had That's a cancellation. Good. That's always good when you, you know, when you fluke it. My whole life, I've been fluking stuff. I've rocked up to exams like this, and right. they almost didn't have a seat for me. But, you know, I've sat the exam, <laughs> right. and sometimes I passed. Right, right. So it always right. L- adds right. another level of satisfaction. Yeah. So, yeah, that was another a Another level of suspense. And a suspense, yeah. yeah. You never know. Yeah, we could have eaten anywhere, but really, it was good. 
that we were there mm. at the time. From the name, it sounded like a fancy place to buy pots and pans <laughs> to me. That's, that's what you would think yeah. while you're, as you're walking through the alleyway. But uh, it's anything but, you know. Yeah. A, would, yeah. a bit of pot would have been nice prior, but uh, <laughs> there's certainly no plans, except for the ones on my plate. Uh, yeah, yeah, which yeah. were nice as well. Yep. But yep. back to the Uger, Andy, Central Asia. Yes. Back to the Uger. Yeah. Right. Probably cost one tenth. Well, right. One quarter of what we paid. Very well priced. And we mate. ordered sufficiently. We ordered without hesitation. We, we ate like kings to tonight, gents. Okay, so we started with handmade noodles. This is something mm. I really enjoy about this yep. place, and this seems to be the theme with uh, all Uger restaurants. We've had Vakar, you and I have had one uh-huh. in the city as well. Handmade noodles is a special thing because you know. Now, how yeah. did you guys find this place anyway? Oh, we were... Because it's off the beaten track. Would you believe that mm. unli- this is the most unlikeliest sort of story, but every good restaurant that I know in the city mm. that is a favorite of mine yes. has been a recommendation of my father. And he is the most... Uh, you wouldn't think that he would be in the know, uh-huh. but he always... His strike rate... You talk about 4 out of 4. Yeah, right. He's been 10 out of 10. Right. And Does he knowingly sort of discover these places? So what, he's been to he 10 must, restaurants he, only? He's recommended 10 restaurants. Oh, so far. He's definitely been, Actually, wouldn't be surprised if he keeps going to the same 10 restaurants over and over again. Uh-huh. But every time he's come up with Nothing a recommendation... Nothing wrong with that. You find a good thing, with that. stick with it, I say. Absolutely. So he doesn't yeah. experiment too much. Yeah. But when he does sort of come up with a suggestion... It's like it's, marriage, yeah. It's a bo- well, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Look, you know. I mean, I'm, I'm all for experimenting. Yeah. yeah. But in certain fields. You only, yeah. You only pay for one meal, yeah. Yeah. One, from one place. Yeah. I agree. Yep. Uh, but anyways, that's where it came from, and this, you know it's amazing. You know the handmade noodles. Uh, Shazzy, you're getting a call. Oh, uh, I'm you getting you a call. Need to t- it's headquarters. A call from a Lebanese guy. Why didn't you take the call while actually? Yeah. Um, sells shishas. Let's talk to him. So let's let's, let's put him on the line. Yeah. Hey, buddy. <laughs> oh, he's hung up. He's hung up on Shazzy. Uh, I think he found he out. He's actually in Dubai these days. This guy. Oh sure. So I think he's sure. I think mistake. something told him that you're having shisha somewhere else. I think so. Right. I yeah. didn't even post it on the yeah, socials. Yeah, he's calling to complain. So we started with the handmade noodles with uh, s- with spices and sesame seeds and mm. onions and capsicums and tomatoes mm. mixed with a lamb. Yeah. Really, lamb cut. And a really good amount of chili. Very good. Really good yeah. hit. Perfect, perfect amount. Perfect amount. Like nice it wasn't little chili, kick, right? It was the kick yeah. was amazing. I really yeah, it was yep. delicious. And uh, uh, how was that lamb done? It was like, it's like almost yeah. like medium, but not rare at all. Yes, like it was no, really no. well. It was soft, tender. It wasn't chewy. It was, it was beautiful. Yeah. It wasn't hard. Yep. It wasn't tough. Nope. It wasn't excessively nope. chewy. Well, well, what sort of cut? Like I don't know. It, it had to be sliced. Beautiful. Mm. Like very good tenderloin. Very, you know, sliced, very good. Very Anyways, nice. and that we ran through that. We got through that really quickly. Yeah. Um, I don't. I didn't. I don't think I even bothered initially to put it on my plate. I was eating out of the main. But then obviously you guys were behaving yourself, so I said, all right, maybe I'll put some <laughs> yeah. in my plate. Yeah. Uh, that was nice of you. Yeah, yeah, after finishing you. that, I said, yeah. I'm ready to eat now. I think by the end of the <laughs> meal, I was using yeah. my fingers. I put my forks aside uh, as well. Yes. I don't know if you noticed that, but hey, it is what it is. <laughs> well, I, I did kick Wakar <laughs> under the table. Yeah. And then like, when you went away, I remarked yeah, to him. That, like, what's wrong with this guy? Always yeah. do that with he you? always like this? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And technically, you're my sister, so really, I shouldn't be. There should be more decorum here. As you said earlier. Your wife stuck with you Too so far gone. <laughs> as we are. Yeah. So, yep. All right, Vakari, you want to introduce... Uh, stop sucking on my pipe. You want to introduce us to what the next dish, dish was? So, what was that? Oh, yes. Ooh. I don't even know. Like, it tasted like chicken. Now I'm good. I don't have apple mint. Oh. I hate it. Oh, hate <laughs> That's very strong. <laughs> I know hate. it's very strong. Hate. Vakari <laughs> doesn't like apple mint. I just, I don't like apple mint. Okay, all right, all right. I hate it with a passion. Right. No. Is that because of a bad experience? Did no, someone... Because, did someone uh, t- it's because, um, I don't know, the taste... Did someone rub you the wrong way while you were having apple mint once? Or? Maybe, um, but it gives me an aftertaste where I'll feel like throwing up. Are you sure I that's apple mint? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's apple right. mint. Is it just ap- apple mint that gives you that aftertaste that uh, makes you want to throw up? there, but I don't know about that. <laughs> were you smoking on someone else's pipe? Yeah, <laughs> I was. Yeah, I fair was, enough. Yeah. That might be it. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So the next dish we got was uh, skewers, which initially I thought was chicken for some reason. Yeah, no. Uh, mm. And then mm. I realized when you guys told me that it wasn't chicken, it was lamb. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. La- yeah. Now, but another thing yeah. to note about Uguru restaurants, they don't fuck with chicken or, or beef. It's straight to the lamb. Straight it's to always I like the it. lamb. I like so that. I, it's, it's actually a celebration of lamb. Yes. You know? It's very yep. Aussie to celebrate lamb. Absolutely. So I think these guys are a nice fit. And if you want to have a good lamb, you know, this, I, I respect the fact that they don't dabble with a lot of protein mm. and they stick to what they know and lamb yep. is is it yep the lamb is the star of this place save the lamb save the people right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It? 
Kekovic, Kekovic, whatever. Kekovic, Sam Kekovic. Sam Kekovic. Yeah. yeah. Promoting lamb. Mate, they should do a cross branding. It's very good. So, the skewers, they came in a serve of uh, six, six skewers. Six skewers, very tender, mm. very juicy, perfectly done. They weren't too well done, they mm. weren't mm. rare. But they were and that spice mix. And that spice mix oh. just reminded me of Pakistan oh. and oh. the yep. flavor. Very yep. nice. Was it, it was like chaat so masala? Or some it was sort some of chaat masala. masala. I saw some so sprinkling, perfect. a mm. bit of cumin, a bit and of you paprika. Would, you would put that lamb in your mouth and it would just melt. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like you didn't have yeah. to really chew it. it no. You, you could tell Vakar really went to a, a different place when he was having that. I did. That I did. melting in your in yeah. his mouth experience. He was speechless. He was speechless. Like, For a few moments there. Yeah. yeah. Actually, he stopped looking. Like, he stopped I, making eye contact. He I started wanted, looking elsewhere. Yeah, he was sh- I wanted to call those skewers Malai Boti because the yes. Boti was actually Malai yes. Boti. In your mouth, yeah. In your mouth. Yes. You know how sometimes you eat food and you just close your eyes and you wish, you just imagine yourself being somewhere else? Yep. And that I saw that in Vakar. He just looked away yeah. and stared into space, yeah. and he didn't give a shit about. I was a bit concerned was. when he put his skewer down. There was a couple of bottles left on there. Yeah, I was. Oh, I think that was a Ooh. mistake. Yeah, um, but I capitalized on that mistake. Right. I think very quickly. Yeah. See, I had yeah. protein after two days. So uh huh. That was amazing. Right. Loved it. Um, so yeah, that was. I would call it like yeah. epic Malai boti. Well, we know that was your favorite part because you. Uh, and I'll come to that in the end. But uh, the third dish on the menu mm. that came through was another phenomenal uh, addition, mm. and it was um, it was how would you describe that, Chazzy? Was it ribs? Or was, uh, oh, chops! I think it was chops slash ribs. Yeah, but they. But mm. it was so well done, right? It yeah. was it was crunchy on the outside. Yeah, I don't think was it was it ribs, ribs, right? No, I don't think it was ribs. No, no. When it came out, I thought it was cutlets, but then yeah, yeah it was like cutlets, but without. The end yeah. meaty part on it, yeah. Just the fat and the. It butt. was almost like short ribs, like lamb short ribs, probably, but possibly stir yeah. fried to a point where the ribs were crispy, and there was a nice layer of fat right yep. between the bone and the meat on the top, yep. which was quite translucent. Like it was very yep. um, well cooked. Um, it was almost transparent, yep. you know. Yep. Um, the juices were running yep. really clear. I'm pretty sure my arteries are coated in that. I stuff felt right my now, left arm. Uh, a pain yeah. in my left arm shortly, and I ignored it. But but the, it was served with I potatoes. I mean, you're here for a, uh, here for a good time, not for a long time. time. Right? It's true, inshallah. But I, long, I would like so to make live, the most of it. I would like to visit this place again. So hopefully, a long time as yeah, well. Inshallah. But inshallah. But uh, like uh, this, also served with potato wedges, which I think were baked or s- cooked with, which was a nice touch. With and the, the onion, the, the onion, onion was so good. It was, it was so good, right? Uh, yeah. With the potato. I found myself yeah. scooping the onions with my fingers. At, at this point, I decided to give up with a fork because it's too much effort. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You'd made that plate yours. I was... In you were mixing other stuff in it. It was a recurring theme. Yeah. Umar using his fingers yeah. and licking yeah. them. I think across. I went through yeah. half a box of tissue yeah. papers throughout the and whole process. it was sort of at that time where I realized we can't bring our wives here. Nah, because it's just, you know, they'll stop seeing us and... Like, it's, you know, it's kind of embarrassing yeah, for a third yeah. person. Whoever's not on the table looking at us. Um, hmm. So that was good. Absolutely. And then um, the, finally, the last dish that came through, just when we had, by this point, we were satisfied. Yep. Bakar actually at one point asked me, like, is, that, is there more coming? Yeah. And I said, yeah, there's one more thing coming. Yeah. And I could tell Bakar was at his limit, so he's just going to push through this last dish. Yep. yep. And the last dish was quite He was hitting a wall, but. He was. He but, was happy to keep going. But go what on. happened after, later on is, you know, took me by surprise. But the, the, the fourth final dish that we mm. had ordered for the night was uh, dumplings. Yep. Um, uh, with with lamb and onion mince inside of it. Yep. But then these dumplings were interesting because there was a cross between a pancake. Yes. And dumplings. Yeah. So what it was, it, it was, it was as if he had put flour and created like a crisp base at the bottom. Yep. On which he had set the dumplings, and then when he served it, he flipped the pan upside down. Yep. So on the top, you could only see this crisp layer of pancake. Of pancake. Yep. But if you flip it. The dumplings were hiding but underneath. But it wasn't like it was like a it was as thin as a do- dosa. It was maybe. very thin. It was yes. almost like a like a dosa, like a dosa, like a dosa sheet. Yeah, a dosa dumpling. And but if you look beneath the the pastry, you see that the the whole pastry is resting on dumplings throughout mm-hmm. the whole plate. Mm-hmm. So we broke him off uh, like a dosa, yep. and then you know had got. And some I also like the bit where you asked him for the chili. <laughs> yeah. And he bought this classic jar out. Yeah. That was just full yeah. of fresh chili. He knew it was the first time. He knew, time. Yeah. right? He, it he the knew first where time. locals yeah. were, he, like, getting down. Often I find... Oh, he didn't fuck around. He, he didn't fuck around. He no. he yeah. Didn't yeah. Fuck. Often I find that uh, regardless of what color, what restaurant I'm at, yep. the people look at our skin color and they say, this guy wants more chili. So yep. they're always yep. ready for that request. Yep. yep. Um, this guy can handle heat. He, and, right? and, you know, yeah. So I'm yep. glad we ordered that because that, yep. even though the dumpling was a little bit bland, mm. 
Just um, a side note on heat. Yeah. Uh, when we went to Bell's Chicken a few weeks ago, that heat really hit us. Right. And there's a whole story about that as yes. well. Yeah, that's right. We spoke about the. That's for another, for another uh, episode. Swab the coal so it doesn't burn yeah. too quick. Like I, I did. What? So take it down. So Shazzy's grabbing the coal on the shisha, putting it down. We have Vakar guiding him through this process. Vakar, as take we all know, one. of Cafe 1991 fame. Down. And swap so really good at what he does. He knows his shisha's inside out. Oh. You almost want to blow onto that and blow off this ash. Yep. That's right. And you replace so the Swap the position. So I swap the position. So you know how they were in yeah. this, this position? Oh, you want to put the dark side oh. up top? Yeah, no, oh. that's fine. That's fine. Swap is that, it. Is that all right? On the edges. On the edges. On the edges. More on the edges. Yeah. The right one as well. Okay. More on the edge. Because it'll burn too quick otherwise. Yeah, right. That's it. All right. You got it. Okay, cool. And so we got through the dumplings and, you know, we're all sitting down, not really talking to each other, but very, yep. uh, quite obviously satisfied with what yep. we've done. And this is where I got surprised because after a while, Vakar just, you know, after reviewing the food and hmm. agreeing. After 10 minutes of silence. 10 minutes of silence, unanimously agreeing that the food we are, perfect ordering. Hmm. I got some credit given to me. And then Vakar goes, could you go another skewer? And then Shazzy, not to be left behind in any <laughs> sort of, you know, like, always <laughs> ever the participant. He said, yeah. And I said, you said up the steaks, and I said cup two to each, and yeah. Shazzy agreed, and so we had two more skewers. Yep, yep. And, and just we were a side note, that lassi was on point. I'm, I'm not a big fan of lassi normally. So this is the second and only man. other ogre place that we've been to where we've seen they stock lassi like a yogurt drink. I don't know yes. what they call it, but I think that it's to offset the spice and the lamb sort of richness of the meaty right. menu. To offset it with but cool that down. Lassi was, that lassi was done better than a lot of Pakistani places yep. that we've been to. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. well done. Yeah. Yep. It had a purpose. Everything in that restaurant had a place. Yep. And it wasn't sort of overlapping each other. So how would you guys rate this place against the other one that you had? Oh, I'll tell you what. It's right up there for me. We had the Uger restaurant in, in CBD. CBD yeah. Right. And that, in that moment. In Melbourne. Yeah. The, in that moment, that, that place was, yeah. uh, you know. Similar it, menu? Very were, were, much. were they similar dishes? Almost identical, I would say. Ah. But really, both uh, were you know equally as good. Yeah, right. So I was very impressed. Right. The skewers were on. Nice. The skewers on are point, the main attraction. Point. Yeah. Both of the uh, places on point. So this is on Ballarat Road for anyone else. I think it's three forty or something Ballarat Road. Uh, 208 or something. Right. 203. Yeah. Uger yeah. Restaurant. Uger. You Google what Uger. What's it Kalesi is it? Kalesi, some difficult name, but it's the only one in Footscray. Just, Uger in just Google, search for Uger, Uger and Footscray, yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah. But I would, uh, 10 out of 10 would return. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Yep. Easy. Yeah, definitely Easy. return. Uh, maybe not with take the, the ladies. Yeah, with yeah, the boys. Yeah, it's more of a boys' place. Yeah. Take I mean, some two, boys. Two serves of skewers, noodles, yeah. dumplings, yeah. and the ribs cost yeah. us about 90 bucks. Bargain. Bargain, as well as right. two less, two yogurt drinks each. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So we were having yeah. a good time. Yeah. And so as we I said, we had a meal for five people worth. Yeah. Five people could have easily yep. fed off that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Five five reasonable people could yeah. have easily yeah. eaten that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm the dangere. Self-respecting <laughs> human beings could have had. <laughs> but people no. who use their knives Lots and forks. Yeah. Yeah. No, if don't. you had five people that use knives and forks, they would have ate well. Yeah. yeah. But we don't associate <laughs> with that type. We, we don't use our hands. Yeah. <laughs> Shazzy, we're promoting the sunnah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sharing is caring. Shazzy, um, yes. welcome to Melbourne. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, good to uh, have it's, you here. It's, it's not my first time. but uh, I mean, we're at no, the tail end you. of your visit, this visit. Yes. Um, but yes. it's been a wonderful one. As thank always, it's somehow, always good. Always good. It's always you know, good. Somehow or the other, we uh, always... Staying at Nidri, mm. I tell you, uh, mate, these people are so hospitable. Yeah. So welcoming. Yeah. Pick me up from the airport. Yeah. We go to this Turkish place. Yes. Melbourne Kebab Station, is it? Yeah. Some of that? Yeah. Their second branch, not the Sydney Ooh. Road branch. Okay. The, the Kilo Road branch. Right. Oh, right. I haven't been to that. Oh, cracker. Absolutely cracker. Great way to start few any trip. Yeah, it's good. It's good to have. Yep. You, need, the, you need like-minded night. people is what you need. You need like-minded people who enjoy yep. food. Who you know, appreciate. Well, yeah. Right. So this, this trifecta that we have going here is, yep. is uh, ideal. Yeah. You know, we I all like bringing it. something to the table. Hmm. Uh, but also waiting on other people I'm to not, bring food to them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not bringing much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my credit card. Um. Yeah. Hey, look. <laughs> That's uh, it. <laughs> Something's better than nothing, right? <laughs> yeah. You got to compensate somewhere. Yeah. Somehow, you know? <laughs> no, thank you. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they say money can't buy friends, but here we are. <laughs> 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 Bakar and I. 
I'm doing all right. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're with you for life. <laughs> this is what 90 bucks buys you. <laughs> when does that card expire Bucks. again? <laughs> when does that card? Let us know. Just let us know when that card expires. <laughs> all right. All right. Let us right. know when the expire right. date. I, I think it's person. February next year, right? So, all right. So I still got you for a few months, right? So yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, all right. Good. Anytime you want between now and then. Yeah. yeah. All, right. Um, all right. After February, you're probably not going to take my call, right? Yeah. No. Is that what you're telling me? Look, sorry. Text me and I'll reply if I can. Um, Hopefully the new card's in the mail in January. Yeah, inshallah. Look, I'm right. praying for you. Uh, Brilliant. And for us. And uh, for that card. Yeah, and for yeah. the card. Shazzy, do tell me, where's the accent from? I'm sensing quite a strong, uh, what the locals would call an Oka. Oka. Oka Aussie accent. Well, now, look, what is Oka? Um, Oka in Urdu is like weird. I mushkil. don't think that's what it means. Oka is weird, huh? Mushkil. Punjabi word, mushkil. Mushkil. Oka Difficult. Mushkil. Oka. Well, uh, I mean, yeah. you, you boys have been in Australia long enough to uh, know that... Uh, there's nothing mushkul or <laughs> weird about oka. <laughs> no. What is oka? What is, what is sounds oka? Like Please a, explain. Sounds like an Australian bird. Sounds like a cockatoo. I, I don't know oka myself, right? But I would think that oka is just your everyday, run-of-the-mill... White? White <laughs> street guy. Street guy, sure. Wearing stubbies. Yeah. Probably singlet. Yeah. Uh, some thongs. So you we're, mean, you we're mean the wife beat a singlet, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think we're in Pauline Hanson territory now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like we're yeah. queen, very yeah, much in Queensland. Anyone who yeah. wears a singlet yeah. there is called a wife Because anyone yeah. worth their salt in, in living in Melbourne does not wear thongs <laughs> in the middle of the day with shorts because it's stupid, you know. Well, plus it's cold here. Plus it's right. cold, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> what I was alluding to. to that sort of attire. Yeah. So where are you from? Like Queensland is where uh, you're Look, originally from Sydney. Sydney, right. Uh, Wollongong yeah. as well. All right. Uh, Beatside, coastal yeah. lifestyle. Big big Pakistani community in Wollongong. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's, so that's why you moved. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Run away from them as that's far as you, you can. All right, all right. You got yeah, me. That's <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. That's the dream. There was too much need to yeah. uh, speak Punjabi regularly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I couldn't keep up. Couldn't keep up. Yeah. You were feeling oka. <laughs> <laughs> you were feeling very oka. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So Wollongong and then... Uh, Wollongong, then Sydney. Moved to Queensland about 14 years ago. 14 years. And you were... Wow. Uh, were you born here or...? Born in Australia. Born in Australia. Right. How's that? And that's the oka. Ah, that's the oka. Ah, that's the oka. Yes. Right. Um, family, family actually came out here. We have traced it back to the late 1800s. Oh, wow. Came, 1800s? Came out to Australia. Your ancestors. From India. You're almost Aboriginal. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> yeah, right. Without the rights. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Without yeah. the rights and the free medicine. Listeners, yeah. if you could see me, you'd probably think I was Aboriginal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, let's not go there. Just his love for Desi food tells him apart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so the ancestors came out here. Um, from what I hear, they were brought out here as interpreters. Right. Um, at that time, Australia was still a British colony, and they had a lot of people out here from India and Afghan um, doing a lot of the cameleering right. and getting out to Central Australia and whatnot. So the British needed someone to communicate with those people, so they would find educated uh, people in India and bring them out. Right. To translate and between the Cameliers. Yes. Uh, okay. And, and, and the white folk. So right. the brain the drain border. from the subcontinent has been occurring <laughs> since <laughs> right. the early yes. 1800s. Oh, even earlier probably, yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah. 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 So my ancestors... Um, so we invented telemarketing, essentially, what you're <laughs> <trying> to say. <laughs> right. Yeah, back when exactly. the, they were using tin cups to yeah. communicate. Fair yes. enough. Right. Yeah. Um, the ancestors came out. Um, they were apparently rather intelligent. Um, obviously... Yeah. By, by yeah. each generation, yeah. that intelligence is sort of yeah, diminished, <laughs> disintegrated into uh, a, Oka. 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 It's, it's now become Oka. Oka, Oka unnecessary uh, dialogue over skewers, and you know that's that's where we're that's where we're the level of intellect is these days. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, fair absolutely. enough. Fair enough. Right, uh, Yeah, so yeah, family. Um, yeah, going back to my father, originally from Sialkot. Yeah. Um, right. Mercer family Mundia is from Sialkotia. Mundia Sialkotia. Right, there Sial, there, there's a saying about Sialkot, uh, Sialkot uh, which probably doesn't apply to you because you moved here ages ago. Uh, correct. But it says... Uh, uh, but my dad would understand Sialkoti, this. Uh-huh. Oh. Oh. That's what they say. <laughs> yep. For yep. those who didn't catch that. So, sums up many people I know. Sialkoti Haramdiboti. All right. No disrespect, but... Uh, no yeah. disrespect to any Sialkoti. Take offense. Yeah, yeah, right. well, it's just a... Uh, yeah. yeah. It is what it is. Around, something yeah. we heard, not right? something we made up, yeah. <laughs> but that's from Sialkoti. It's okay. <laughs> uh, so, 
Does your family visit back there? Yeah, have they got still, okay, still so a connection Okay, um, so interesting story. Yeah, look, we've still got um, a reasonable amount of family there. Right, okay. Uh, yeah. My wife's family's all there. Okay. Enough to move it um, and so states my mom, again. Yeah. My, my mother-in-law's there, my bro- sister-in-law's there. Um, I've got a brother-in-law still there. Um, I'm actually heading back in January, inshallah. Uh, we're heading back for a couple of weeks for my brother-in-law's yeah. wedding. Um, so I'm going back after about 12 years. Right. Quick 13 question. years, yeah. You've mentioned all your wife's family, but is your family... All here. All here. Yeah. All in Australia. All Oka. Yeah. No cousins, uh, no uncles, no... No. Oh, okay. No. 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 They're all here. So your only connection to Pakistan uh, now is through your wife's family? Correct. Okay. Correct. Uh, dinky die like an Aussie meat pie. They would say. <laughs> <laughs> Oka Aussie meat pie. Oh, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> returning after 12 years, are you going to have trouble assimilating or are you just there for a short time, not a good time? Look, look we're there for a short time. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully we're going to enjoy it, inshallah. Uh, my son, um, uh, so he's 18. Um, he went back probably about ooh, six or seven years ago. Um, but in the last sort of 12 months, because mom and dad have been living with us, so he's really got into learning Punjabi. Right, okay. Uh, big time. Yeah, big yeah. Um, And sort of thinks he's a bit of a gangster. What's so he calling his grandfather these days? Um, Bajia. 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 Big ups to Bajia. Bajia. Bajia is a very interesting uh, cat. Uh, I have a huge respect and love for him. But uh, he embodies the, the macho Punjabi. Uh, but also with a very he's, he's the perfect example of cross-cultural sort of integration assimilation because he'll be wearing banyan and dhoti sometimes is that, yep, is that yep, true? Yep, but then right. when, when you talk to him he sounds more Aussie than uh, Shazad here like he's right. you know and he'll speak in uh, you know a little bit broken English but it's always easy to understand what he's saying yep. with a thick Aussie accent so, so he's picked up the good things about yeah, the culture yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> let go of the and he's let go of the thongs and the board <laughs> shots yeah yeah, yeah, true. yeah exactly yeah so Bajia is what the what the grandson is calling him these days, right. because the grandfather is ticking off his bucket list and mm. introducing the grandkid to Punjabi. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. and he started with a, a cultural, like you know, iconic um, sort of movie as his basis. Right. Um, uh, what was the movie? Uh, Mola Jart. <laughs> oh, no Jack is the movie yeah. that he selected, yeah. and 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 Luki has taken to this film, and any quotes from this film, like a like a fish he loves that. He loves that. Yeah, it took him a few days to get his head around yeah. all the molas. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> he's yeah. fluent now. Yeah, he's fluent. He's fluent, all the yeah. he's fluent right? Yeah. So his grandfather's also told him that when you get to Pakistan, you need to introduce yourself as uh, Abdul Hadi Lukman Khan. Beta of Abdul Shazad Khan. Khan. Beta of Shazad Khan. Daughter of Rana Abdul Shabazz Khan. Pota of, of, of Abdul sorry. Rana Abdul Shabazz Khan. That's my coming through. Yeah. Uh, Pota, right. Yeah. Uh, of uh, uh, Rajput. Of Rajput. Very yeah. important, this yeah. Rajput. Yeah. Uh, of Daska. Of Daska. <laughs> that is a film title in itself. Oh my I God. tell you what. Uh, imagine, Daska, imagine. By the way, from, do you from know the, Daska? From the food connection, Daska is an amazing restaurant. We'll get, get to okay. that yeah. later. Right. Uh, Daska, of course. But on that note, I yes. do want to ask you hmm. since your ancestors came here in the 1800s, yep. how have they managed to keep up? Like the connection with Pakistan, mm. the culture, the identity, because mm. it's quite it quite easily gets lost yep. when you come yep. here that early. I think. Look, uh, what generation are you, by the way? Sorry, just before. Oh, gee, I would know? be probably fourth or fifth fourth wow. generation Pakistani. And you're still in con- yeah, you living still in have Australia. that connection yeah. with yeah. Pakistan. And, uh, and look, uh, answering the question, I think the intention was always there that um, when it came to marrying the kids. That they'd go back to Pakistan, right, okay. and find them the partner there. Yep, yep, right. Yep. Um, and and so that happened with me, um, and and I always sort of had that intention anyway. I wanted to sort of retain that cultural identity. Yep. Um, have Punjabi, Urdu spoken, and then have that sort of passed on, right? Um, now, while you were growing up, though, sorry, yep, I'm yep. just bringing another question. Because you're fourth generation, yep. at any point or any stage. I wouldn't say the word ashamed, but did you feel embarrassed or indifferent mm. about your cultural language, your Pakistani side mm. of family? Um, because you were brought up in an Aussie way, you yep. went to school with Aussie kids, yep. you were brought up in that generation. Mm. So did you have that stigma with you? At no, any? I didn't. I, I didn't. I, I, I don't know. You, you embraced it from day one. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, maybe 
comes from sort of the confidence, my own self-confidence, right. um, self-esteem perhaps. Um, but even like, you know, I was driving here today and I was thinking about, yeah, because, you know, we, we'd been discussing doing this podcast and I thought, I think what it is, is that we've taken the good stuff of this culture yep. and we've taken the good stuff of our culture and we blended it to what we've become today, yeah. right? And, and uh, it's probably what I'm going to look to part to my son as he now sort of you know, finishes school, goes to uni, yep, yep. gets more involved in this country and the culture and whatnot and sort of... But, you know, you want him to retain his identity. Yep. And again, you know, take the good stuff of Pakistan, take the good stuff of Islam, and, but then also take the good stuff of Australia. I just feel like, and this is my personal opinion, but I just feel like sometimes, especially when you see students coming from Pakistan nowadays, yep. and a lot of the kids moving here or immigrating here, yep. they just want to let go very quickly. And there's, yep. a, there's a lot of them that move here in, in, our society, in the Australian society. Mm. The Pakistanis or the Urdu-speaking people, once they get here and they've lived here for about 10, 12 years, they just want to move on and get away from all that. Mm. So it's very surprising to see a fourth generation Pakistani still right. retaining his roots yep. and genes and still yeah. connecting it and still wanting to pass that on. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it makes me wonder, it's make, it makes me wonder what the, what the original ancestors, what mindset or what approach the original ancestors back in the 1800s mm. would have arrived with because obviously there, it's not a quick flight or even, even though it's a long flight these mm. days, it's not a f- 14 hour flight into Australia. It's no. a long ship journey, but voyage by the sea. The traditional way of coming by tradi- boat. Yeah, by boat, literally. You yep. know, nothing to poke fun at back in the day yep. because that was the only way you could arrive here. And coming in as helpers or interpreters Kuala. or teachers or, or Kuala, even, Kuala. you know, tradie workers or whatever. But Boss. I wonder Kuala. what, what the mindset was when they came in. What approach, what mental approach did they come with? Mm. Um, obviously. Well, I can, I can actually tell you because, like, it's, it's, it was recently sort of told to me that um, because we, we, we recently put the family tree together, right? right and uh, and it's, it's great to see, you know, sort of where it's all come from and whatnot. And, um, and, and, and the talk has been that the guys that came out in the 1800s, early 1900s, they all came with this philosophy that they would be going back, right? right. As opposed to now or recently, you know, Very the philosophy was... I'm coming out to Australia, see you later, Pakistan, I'm settling exactly. here, yes. right? Yes. But over there, and you know, I heard stories of you know, elders um, setting up business here, but then getting a telegram from Pakistan saying such and such is sick or whatever, you, you need to come back. And they closed up business, closed up business, sold or whatever, got their money and went back, right? Yeah, Any idea on how long this journey was? Was? It was it was months. We're talking, yeah, a few months because there were stops on the way. Two three months, yeah. That's interesting because they would have stops on the way, like you said. And may, I wonder if some people decide to stay, you know, had enough stopover in this, whatever the stops were. Mm. And I don't know what the stops would have been. Um, maybe Indonesia or something. Southeast Asia. Southeast mm-hmm. Asia, where they would have decided to disembark and then settle mm. there because for whatever reason. Yep. But it's interesting how the sort of the halo effect of that journey to Australia mm. and where that would have spread uh, sort of the, the cultural yep. sort of, you know, yep. diaspora yep. there. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. But what else have you, I mean, what is anything else interesting that you found of while putting this family tree together? Um, I look, at, I, I suppose, yeah, where it all come from. I think, uh, you know, there, there's a chap, Nehru Khan, apparently, is where we all sort of started from. Right, Nehru Khan. Yeah. Nehru Khan, right. Nehru Khan, right. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just interesting to see, you know, uh, how it's sort of worked its way down and now, you know, we're at the present day. Um, and But it's, it's satisfying, you know, like most of my cousins are in Sydney, right? So we'll go back for a wedding or a janaza or something, a big event like that. And, you know, you see all the family. Um, but you see all the young guys still embracing the culture. Yeah, that's amazing. Know, From both Mendes, sides, yeah. Shardis, you know, the whole lot, right? And, you know, the language is strong. Um, the customs are staying there. Um, you know, everyone's got their own identity, right? You Which know? is interesting. And I wonder what the contrast... Sorry, I know you were going to ask a question, question, but yeah. the contrast between fresh immigrants or people who are... Like, I'm 
probably first generation migrant into Australia. Mm. And uh, the mindset, the, ch- the change in mindset, like you said, coming here with the intention of setting up... Thank you, boss. Thank you, boss. Coming up with the intention of um, setting up for the long term as opposed to coming in, uh, even despite the months of travel, coming in and with the intention that should you ever need to go back, you will travel all the way back. That's a lot of commitment, a lot, lot of resolve on, on those early generations uh, yep. to, be, to be taking on that challenge, which means they were probably... No, de- not probably most definitely much more hardworking much more committed mm. to the cause whatever that might be mm. Uh, mm. and willing to sort the of sacrifice yeah, flexible not just yeah. that I've, I feel like at that time probably our part of the world India Pakistan which now it is must have been quite similar with the um, civilization where, mm. where the civilization was as in we're prob- Australia was probably in its early uh, yeah, developing absolutely. ages and so it was that area so yep. it wasn't much different for them yeah. to either live here or there so there was no real incentive uh, apart from business or money uh, a little bit of business and they, mm-hmm. you had business and money there as well and yep. you had family yep. Yep. so now whereas I feel like now there's a much yep. bigger incentive whereas you sure. get a better quality of life um, earning capacity, earning capacity mm. you can support your family from here yep. whereas back, back in the day that might not have been absolutely. the case and that's absolutely. why I think it was much easier to make that decision for yeah. those people to just pack up yeah. and go back. And know? I'm sure colonialism would have had a part to play, you know, of, uh, of, of, of transporting or uprooting people from, from their country of origin, uh, subcontinent in this case, mm. and just by force uh, shipping them over to a place where the British Empire would have needed their assistance or uh, yep. needed them to work, whether in the army or... The minions. Yeah, uh, the minions. And, and I know, Bakar, you've done some stories on this, on how the early six settlers arrived and how those people from uh, serving in the Australian army or assisting six soldiers or Indian soldiers. In the Anzac War, yeah. In the Anzac yeah. War, the World War which one, we yeah. hardly ever hear about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So from that point, because I've, I've already done research on this and I've, I've worked on a story with SPS, right. the Punjabi program, hmm. where they figured out when the early six settlers came uh, to Australia and what their contribution was in building the society. Hmm. But you never hear what the Pakistani or what the... Urdu-speaking people's contribution yep. was uh, to this society. <laughs> and that's where my question is leading to. Would you then claim or know if your family was the first Urdu-speaking family to settle in Australia? Oh, jeez. It'd be close. It'd be close. Um, there's, there's a couple of families up in Queensland who, who I think have been around the same time, right? And they're, and they're Urdu-speaking and whatnot. Um, there's, there's one particular family that's in Brisbane who actually was in Cairns originally and was doing sugarcane farming up there and whatnot, and then they spread down into Brisbane, right? And uh, they actually were part of setting up uh, one of the mosques in Brisbane right. that um, I think probably about six, seven years ago celebrated 100 years. Wow. Right? And uh, apparently that's like... Um, the only mosque in Australia that is has been continuing the to be a mosque. Continuing mosque. Yeah. Wow. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, and, and they were they were Pakistani slash Indian from their from their background. That's that's very very yeah, interesting a- because early six settlers that came all got into agriculture and farming. So they did yep. a lot of banana farming back in the day, and they've moved on to blueberry farming. Yep. And agriculture has been the main source of income for Australian economy and, yep. uh, from day one yep. because of the yep. land size. Absolutely. And so I'm guessing a lot of our ancestors or your ancestors mm. would, would have done similar Absolutely. sort of work. Yeah. And, and Contributed like, yeah. to the local economy and to building the society. Yeah. Yeah. Even, even now, if you drive from Sydney to Brisbane... On the way there, around sort of Coffs Harbour. Yep. Um, I went to Coffs Harbour. Big Sikh community. Yes, I met all right. of them. Yeah, right. Amazing and, people. And and they're all sugarcane farmers yes. or banana farmers, etc. And and they run that industry Food. there yep. in that area, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah. it's fascinating that we don't hear about you know the common person doesn't really get to hear about these. Mm. Um, mm. And in the in the media, the, yep. g- the general portrayal is is uh, of of someone or a demographic that's new arrivals into mm. Australia, mm. and they get categorized yeah. as you know your yeah. easy ex- low hanging sort of story fruit narratives yep. of being cab drivers or yep. Uber drivers or whatever. Yeah. But really, if you scratch the surface and 
do your research. There's a lot to be celebrated. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Community community like, out there. You know, like over the weekend, you know, one of my nieces, she got married. And uh, so, you know, part of that was a lot of the elders coming up from Sydney, um, you know, from uh, country New South Wales, etc. Um, you know, sitting around with those guys. And they were telling stories about, you know, when they came out in 1950, 1960, and what was happening. Um, yeah, it, and it was interesting, you know, the, the interaction that they had um, and, uh, you know, how, how they sort of built it up from there, right? Yeah, there, there, I'm sure there would be some really interesting stories there because white Australia policy was still in place. Yes. How did they cope with all that? Yeah, back yeah. Day, and, um, well, I mean, one of the things was they all had to change their name. Right, so like right. we were sitting there, and there was a Uncle Michael, and there's a Uncle oh, really? Sid, okay. right? Um, there's an Auntie Patricia, right? And wow. one of the young guys, he, he asked him. He said, he said, so when did when did we stop changing our names to Australian names, right? When were we Amazing. comfortable going with Samir and going with uh, you know Faz and going with Shazad and that, wow. right? Wow. And, and one of the elders said, he said, he said, well, the story was that when we came here our dad or our uncle, whoever was already here, he would tell us. So, so this Uncle Sid, his actual name is Sadiq, right. right? And he said, so when I came, I was told that from this day forward, you're known as Sid, right? Because Sadiq is too hard for these strains to, to pronounce. It's like, and it's, you know, what's interesting is in current day, sort of um, the cultural shift that's we, that we're seeing sort of come about these days yep. is that a lot of the youth, are reclaiming that identity and, mm. and sort of, you know, a good example of that is, for example, the jo- George Calamaris's restaurant called Jimmy Grant's. Right. Um, it's called Jimmy Grant's, but really it's a riff off what they used to be called back in the day because, for whatever reason, the Aussies would call immigrants J- Grants or something. Okay. And that's where the name Jimmy Grant's come from. Right. Uh, but th- even even in the US uh, and the UK, you know, with, with pop culture, like uh, current day sort of... Uh, um, celebrities like Riz Ahmed or Hassan Minaj um, and you know people in the British Parliament and stuff like that we're seeing yep. a lot of sort of reclaiming happening of, yep. of cultural identities mm. and I'm, I'm sure Australia is not too far behind either as the white comedians say it's the white era is over yeah the white man it's well and truly gone yeah and it's not to say one is better than the other but uh, it's good to see that there's a lot there's of a diverse voice yeah and people are not afraid yep. to sort of yep. you know and, 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 you know, Lucky is a good example as the latest sort of entry into this, the latest extension of this 1800 sort of story that's still continuing, mashallah. Yep. It's like, you know, he still enjoys, like, Molajat, as you said. He still enjoy, yeah. he still has a thirst or a curiosity yeah. about yeah. what back home looks like. I mean, I was interested, you know, he said to his mum the other day, he said, you know, mum, when we go back to Pakistan, or when we go to Pakistan this time, and, you know, we're, we're, we're back in Daska, or we're back in the Gulf. Uh, I want to wear shawakamis, all right? And I hope it's cold, so I can wear my chadar. Proper Punjabi. Right, because he said to me, he goes, Dad, yeah, we're not wearing jeans, are we? I said, all no he, way, mate. All he wants is a gandasa, and yeah. he's set. And he's, he's set, uh, yeah. yeah. A bit of facial hair, and he's, he's good. He's, he's ready to go. Rocking with the best <laughs> of them. Kill a hundred villains. Yeah, I told him, he's like, make sure you go hunting over there. Yeah. Uh, but, we got, like, a question for you, right? So, yeah, because you're with SBS, etc. So maybe you can sort of uh, explain to me, uh, or you know, tell me how I can locate this. But back in the '80s, 60 Minutes came to my grandfather's house and did a story on him and my grandmother because they were one of the first Pakistanis in Wollongong. Right. Okay. Right. So Ray Martin came down. I vaguely remember. I, I just remember the camera crew, Ray Martin being in the lounge room and then being in the backyard and doing an interview with these guys. Was that a big right? deal, Shazzy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ray oh, Martin yeah. in his hair yeah, there. Right? Huge yeah. deal. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I... I've and 60 Minutes was huge back then. And I imagine yeah, 60 yeah, Minutes, yeah, the, journal- right? the, the journalistic quality uh, of that program would have been much higher than it is now. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. like proper <laughs> yeah. current affairs journalism, yeah. right? Yeah, we were actually informing the audiences yes. as opposed to uh, you know, uh, what's the word? Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Sensationalism. You know, sensationalizing. Yes, yes. Uh, the current day stories. Yeah, Fighting interesting. Numbers. The, the ratings grab. Yeah. Yeah. How, how, how would I go about sort of, you know, contacting 60 Minutes and surely they'd have something. Oh, it'd definitely in, be in the in archives. The, in the storerooms, yeah. Absolutely, right? yeah. without a doubt. 
Maybe it is just I would a just say just write them an email. Yeah, right. See if they don't respond. They should have a communication officer or multimedia or marketing officer that yep. you can get in touch with. Yeah. And say, look, I would love to get a copy of the archive. Yeah, I'm right. Sure they can arrange something like that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It, yeah, it might I'd, be a bit of a hassle. Yeah, right, but right, right. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, like, those grandparents, you know, have passed on now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it'd be great for, like, my son. Absolutely. My nieces, nephews, to yeah. see those people. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we talk about those people, but, you know, the younger guys don't, don't have any connection with them. Yeah, exactly. Don't know them. That's exactly. worth celebrating, that, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. That absolutely. connection, right? Yeah. yeah, it'd be great. Oh, mate, we should, uh, I think we should all try and get my... We're going to hunt that down, shall yeah. we? Yeah. Yeah. I'll try as well. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. see what I can... Who yeah, I cool. can contact from nine, yeah. maybe, and say, yeah. yeah. I mean, do you have any like could yeah, office I, works? Oh, I'll, <laughs> look, um, <laughs> just <laughs> see, see. like, like listeners, you, you probably already know this, but almost got a deep connection yeah. to uh, the team at Office Works. Hey, I, I love stationery. I love printing. He loves I, don't, I don't believe in uh, not printing anything. Uh, I, you know, I don't even like reading emails on my screen. I print everything. Uh, and I have a stash of paper every day next to my right, desk, right, uh, right. which I throw in the bin. I don't even recycle. Uh, and if anyone does it cheaper, you do it cheaper by 5%. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You beat okay. it by 5%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 5%. Yeah. I love, uh, it, I love know, it. Love it. Whether it's back, back to, to school. school. Yeah. I haven't been yeah. back to school in uh, yeah, 10 years, right, but, right, you know, right. rest assured, yeah. I'll be right yeah. there celebrating. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Making, I mean, like, you know, you know, you're buying colored markets, shoppies in, uh, in, nice in February. Right there. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Will you be going back to school shopping for, for your, hey, your look, first? Uh, if you part? ask my parents, they would think that I should go back to school. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but really, look, I'm, I'm, I've had my fill of education and knowledge. Uh, all I want now is more skewers at a Uga restaurant. Uh, and I'm happy. That's that's where my yep. insight yep. and education. You're comes aiming from. high. You're, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah look, as always, right? Yeah, yeah. Look, as, at least I'm not sensationalizing my own story. I'm just comfortable <laughs> where I am. There's no, there's nothing to report here. People. Who are you accusing of sensationalizing? <laughs> <here>? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, yeah we're all friends here. Just name names, right? That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Don't just put His something out there blankly. <laughs> Uh, why are you looking at me like that? Hey, look! I just, why are you pointing just, a finger this I, way? You're a good-looking guy. I just like looking at you. You know, don't. I got a great head for radio. So, why are you so insecure? I got a great head for radio, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what else? Uh, uh, look, Shazzy, thank you so much. Thank you so for much, this Shazzy. wonderful really insight. insight. Uh, this, what a great story! Thanks. Thank this would, this thank wouldn't have come up because because you're so invested. Uh, I mean, let's say. I mean, you are integrated and assimilated. You have this history yep. and uh, of you know the yeah. ancestry. That spans all of century, mm. but uh, you don't really wear that with pride. You you try to be as white as possible in your everyday <laughs> life. Uh, but despite that, thank you for making the effort. <laughs> thank you for really digging deep and sharing your innermost thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Um, And for once, being Oka, not Oka. You know, with us. Uh, and look, until until next time, and until the next uh, food journey. Yep. Um, thank you for visiting, and I uh, look thanks, forward boys. To yeah. Thank you for coming down to Melbourne. All yeah. right. I look forward to doing this next time I'm down. Inshallah. Yeah, Sounds no, good. All right. Sounds All right. Good. All right. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers.